sound fucking killer when you're up close and personal. If you're a lot closer. That's how, you know that's I mean? how he got it'll, me. It'll sound up close and personal. That's how I got my girl. That's she goes, she messaged me. Is that you on the podcast with that sexy voice? Really? Said, oh, yeah. <laughs> Keep on rolling. Keep on rolling. <laughs> the fuck is? Really? That's how it is, huh? Yeah. I like it. Let's get this motherfucker started, huh? People fucking love that. You want to hear the new one I just did? Yeah. I don't know. Christmas carols? You thought I was. I'm Rick James, bitch. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck your couch. All right, guys. Back by popular, popular demand, we got fucking Charlie back on the podcast. Hello, hello, uh, hello. Motherfucking favorite. Everybody, everybody wants Charlie to come back on. I'm back. Hey, you're back. You're back. So, Rafa had to take care of some business today. He had to take, some, take care of some business today with his uh, his girl. They're moving into his apartment. So, uh, you know, we just got the fucking boys coming back. You know what I mean? <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> just hanging out. Well, uh, we got a little special treat, too. I got my little alleys with me, too. My little right. tiny right next to me. That's right. Say hi, honey. Hey, What's everybody. up? <laughs> <laughs> Not you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Notorious tease on the mic. <clears throat> yeah. Leave it at that. Enough said. Yeah, that's it. Maybe a robot. He might be a robot later. I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> Our other guest is going to remain anonymous. Yeah. Allegedly. Ano- yeah, anonymous T. So, uh. You liked it? Anonymous T? <laughs> anonymous T. <tea. laughs> so, so, yeah, where are we is, at? This is going to be fun. Hey, real quick. I wanted to talk about this, though, because, uh. Let me see if I can move this mic over here. I wanted to shout out a few fucking countries. Because. Let me take this off for a minute. Don't mind me, guys. All right. It's okay for dead air. They like it. Al, you should have spoke up right now, but whatever. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. All right. So check this out. <clears throat> Downloads. Australia. How many, Charlie? How many do you think? I don't know. 164. Nice. Okay. But you get over here, UK, 20. Ireland, 44. Wow. Pretty crazy, right? That's crazy. And so what this means is these are active participant listeners. Like, this is not just like, oh, we stumbled upon your one podcast or they're listening. Like, this is people that keep coming back when, you know, they'll get, they'll get an alert or whatever. Here's a, here's a trip, but I was talking to Elise about this. <clears throat> so India has 36, but India is crazy, crazy drugs. So, you know, during their religion, they can't drink. So they get really frowned upon drinking, so they all do dope. So Narcotics Anonymous is huge out there. Wow. Fucking massive. I would never guessed that. Yeah, Russia, we got four. <clears throat> I wonder who's listening in Russia. Fucking That's shout wild. out to fucking Vlade Divox over there, just fucking <laughs> holding it fucking down, fucking straight drinking vodka, yeah. fucking chilling. Yeah. What else was there that I saw? Spain, we got a few. Germany's fucking packed, bro. Thirty-one in Germany. <laughs> the motherland. Yeah. <laughs> South Africa, four. I'll take it. You know what I mean? I'll take it. I just wanted to do a little shout it's out. I think that's fucking cool. New Zealand, eight. Um. Indonesia four, Japan two, 
I wonder why South Korea and North Korea fucking you guys better step your game up, North fucking Korea. Calling f- calling out South Korea and North Korea. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fucking let's yeah, fucking yeah. go. Yeah, what right? the fuck is your guys' problem? Jeez. Mexico City, baby. Well, Mexico. 54. Hey. And Canada. Canada holds it the fuck, fuck. down. 537, baby. Come <gasps> on. Fuck <gasps> Canada, hey? Eh? Yeah, hey. Eh? I mean, yeah, United States is a whole different, obviously. That's where That's interesting that you're global. Yeah, I know. I I was I was talking to a friend today about this, and it's like, you know, Graf always had, you know, he always did the analytics. I would jump on to, like, Apple, because majority of the people that listen to our show, all, it's all on Apple. Okay. But, I mean, we're on every single medium. Like, we just got approved for Amazon. Wherever anybody listens to podcast-wise, like, we're there now. Everything that's was awesome. Everything was just approved. So That's awesome. That's I mean, that's, uh, I thought it was pretty cool. All right, so anyways, I just wanted to say that, you know, give a little shout out, you know what I mean? So Super here we cool. are back in the shop, baby. Got the fucking man, the 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 fucking man, the myth, the legend, Charlie, fucking beach hey. cruising ass motherfucker. Hey, I'm just a dude, man. I know. I'm just a dude. But you had some good ass stories, brother. Oh god, my life is my life is a story. I know. Uh, you know, it's just I just showed you guys the butt cheek. And so, the well, le- just go ahead and let our listeners know what happened, dude. I fell off a ladder on Tuesday. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be 53 years old on Thanksgiving. And, uh, it's so fucked up that everybody's laughing. <laughs> hey, Even it's Allie. funny now. It's funny now. It's yeah. funny now, but uh, it wasn't funny. You know, it was, yeah. it was, but it's weird. It's weird, man, because the last time I fell off a ladder was about 25 years ago, and I landed on my head on an air conditioner, and I popped up on my feet, and I did a karate stance. I was oh, like, yeah? You know, I bounced. When I was a kid, I bounced. Right. I do not bounce anymore. But when the ladder slid, it went slow motion, and I thought to myself, here I go. And I was falling, 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 and boom, I landed. And I, when I break bones, I taste tinfoil in my mouth or like a penny, kind of like a, sort of like a penny taste in my mouth. So I always go when I'm laying on the ground to see if I'm going to, you know, and the guy next door goes, Call 911. That dude's right. fucking dead, right? And I'm like, I'm not dead, homie. Like, hold on a minute. Go, are you okay? I don't fucking know yet. Like, give me one second before you pull your fucking phone out. That's what's wrong with the world today. Everybody's so quick to call 911. Uh-huh. Let a motherfucker hit the ground and let me let me roll off the ladder first. And or they'll just videotape it. Yeah, oh, video- I was gonna say you're like, yeah. they didn't get that shit on video. Yeah, yeah they'll, can you? Be- yeah, they'll can put you it on believe fucking it? TikTok. You're like, you know, that's what's wrong with the world today. I, I strongly Rob believe this. Put that shit into a reel. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know, hey, hey, an armored car comes flying open, bro, and money pallets of money is falling out on the freeway in Oceanside like about a year ago, and everybody's got their phones out filming the money. What is wrong with you? Mm. Like, what's wrong? I'm, 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 I'm putting something over my license plate, and I'm filling up a saddlebag, <laughs> and I'm getting the fuck out of there. Yeah. And all you lame retards <laughs> with your fucking phones filming the money flying around, you got your priorities all, all uh-huh. fucked up. Hey, that just happened like a couple months ago. Again. Again, yeah, again, and people are filming I, it I, everywhere. I, I, it's I all over Dago I'm, TV. Hey, I'm not taking my phone out of my pocket because I need both my hands. Okay, <laughs> yes. where the fuck was I, <laughs> dude? I mean, it was all over the place, bro. Money, dude. just and it was, they're hundreds too, dude. Do they track that shit or? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Irrelevant. You even, so you can't even spend it. No, serial numbers are tracked. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm I'm spending <laughs> yeah, some no, of that shit, dude. They can't yeah. they can't get all of it. That's they can't, for sure, uh, dude. I'm I'm using four of them to cover up my license plate, and then I'm filling up a saddlebag. But my phone is the last thing that's going to be in my hand because I need both my hands to fully rototill. 
so I can get the money. Yeah, and then we're gonna go spend it with the homies in India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've been trying to reach us about our car's extended warranty. Here's yeah. that money, you need, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we got you. Here you dog. go, dog. Yeah. Appreciate the calls. All I'm trying time. to catch up on my bills. Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> exactly. Hey, yeah, that's, so that's I, wild. Fell, I, I fell and uh, I got a big bruise. My left butt cheeks is bruised right now, and uh, I'm just thinking about taking my life in a different direction. You know, I might walk it. I might might walk out the next ten years at a Home Depot. Mm. You know, Ooh, what would you do, Charlie? What would I do? Yeah, what do you think? Because you've been in, you've been doing trade work for since yeah. since you've been. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, my my girlfriend's in 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 the field. She she works in treatment, mm-hmm. and uh, she has some credentials, and she's gonna she's agreed to help me get some credentials, or at least show me what I need to do to start. And so uh, that's what I want to do, man. I want to go. I want to. I want to go to school, or or even this, maybe even if it's taking a class, yeah. Just to just to try it because basically my excuse for not doing things is because I'm not computer savvy. But instead of I'm going to change it in my brain from being a brick wall to because I don't know about computers to being just something I haven't learned yet. Challenge you know yourself. What I mean? Exactly. Just like so what what kind of what are you into? What kind of work are you doing? What is he? So I'm an SUD counselor at an outpatient treatment facility locally. So okay. What does that pertain yeah. to? Yeah, exactly. <coughs> I'm let's, like, all right, cool. Let, let, let the name? let the people know that <laughs> that are listening that don't know. Um so people coming out of um com- people coming out of jails or uh coming off the street that some of them are looking to get clean, some people aren't looking to get clean. Um most people that we have are people that are forced there, you know, nudge from a judge. Sure. So, uh, or CPS or whatever. Um, so they come in and they get intaked and, um, we house a lot of people that are homeless, um, or that are coming out of institutions, you know? So, uh, it's a 90 day program basically, um, give or take, depending on the severity of one situation. So, um, I get to like run groups and we do individual counseling and, we have therapists on site, so if they're interested in getting therapy one on one, we can set them up with a therapist on site. So, okay, nice, yeah. nice. So yeah, that's what I, you know, I, I, uh, I've been clean. I feel like I've been clean a long time, but um, I feel like I've been climbing ladders and cleaning, cleaning, washing windows and cleaning rain gutters and solar panels longer than I've been clean. I, I'm tired. My body is tired. Um, I don't bounce anymore. So yeah, it's just. <laughs> The, and you know, I think I, I think you have so much more to give <clears throat> yeah. than just cleaning. You know what I mean? I mean, not to look at what Clay is doing. You know, yeah. I I you know, I, me not knowing about your guys's recovery and not knowing shit about that, and then seeing what she's doing and how much yeah. fun she's having, yep. and then what it's also doing for her is is fucking cool. Yeah, it's like it's you know like what I mean? it's like, like something yeah. that um, like I, I I witness her. You know, she gets really involved. We we had this kid. We had this kid that waited on us at a restaurant locally. I won't mention any names or anything mm-hmm. like that, but we, we had a kid that, you know, I didn't even know what, what it was, but he waited on us, and he did a really good job. Like, every time I touched, every time I set my coffee cup down, it seemed like it got, it got t- topped off, you know, and, and, I'm like, and, and, and smooth, too, like, didn't interrupt me and her talking. Anyway, so at the end of the breakfast, I said, hey, man, keep up the good work, bro. You know, just a young kid, right? Yeah. Well. Come to find out, he's in. He's having some some difficulties. But this fucking kid is homeless and has two fucking jobs that he makes it to every day. No excuses. And then so then she got involved. Allie got involved and uh, was gonna 
you know, facilitate the guy getting some help, right? And she was really invested in it. And when it, when it starts to go good, I watch her light up like a like a Christmas tree. She 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 glows when she's when she's doing what she does, and and it's actually helping people. But also at the same time, I watch her light get get. I watch her lighting up and being so happy and feeling so good about it get destroyed when people just go right back out and relapse <clears throat> or they don't show up or they show up dirty or they fucking do whatever they do. Yeah. Drugs are drugs are a fucked up thing. And uh, fuck. What's going on, guys? Dustin with the LFG 1904 show. Proud to announce our partnership with Law Tigers. If you have been in a motorcycle accident, let's get you the compensation you deserve today and get you back on the road. Go ahead and call this number. 858-306-1986. Once again, that number is 858-306-1986. Law Tigers, nationwide. Doesn't matter where you're at. Call that number. LFG. We're all clean, man. You know, we're all clean, and, and it it's not easy. It's not easy to... Uh, it, it's, it's easier to stay clean than it is to get clean, Right. So when you when you when when I when I was, you know, honestly, the the reason why I got clean in the first place was because I was tired of going to jail. I went to jail every time. Everyone and, and people would be out there having their lives and you know this and this and then there goes Charlie. And then you know when I get pulled over by the cops and I'm I'm, I'm zip tied on my knees on the sidewalk, people would drive by that know me and they'd be like, "See ya, Charlie. <laughs> See you in a couple years, Charlie." And it's true. There, there I go. I'm gone. See, in a couple of years, I get out. Hey, you're out again. Hey, like this. Oh, I saved all your stuff. Yeah. From when you're bu- from when you're busted, I'm like, oh yeah, cool. You got all my stuff. Cool. And, and and you know, years have gone by. I go over to get all my stuff. It's a milk crate with some fucking shrink tube, one shoe, and a bunch of stripped out uh uh, uh phone chargers. Straight pillaged. Dude, I mean, <laughs> but what is that? What yeah. even is that oh, stuff? Damn. Like a, a dried up bottle of super glue, some shrink tube, and some fucking phone chargers. That's all my worldly possessions. That's yeah. what Charlie. That's what Charlie boils down to right there. Hey, so but hold on. Were you stoked to have it back? Not really. <laughs> I didn't even really recognize it. It made me yeah, feel yeah, stupid. I really miss right. this paper clip. Like, yeah. like, I've, oh, been, this I've been keeping this for you, bro. Yeah. I've been keeping this for you, bro. All right. Well, one shoe. Uh, and I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Clean or on drugs, I love shrink tube. Let's not get that fucked up. Okay. I love me some shrink tube. <laughs> okay. Straight up. All right. Okay. <laughs> if I had it my way, every my arms would be wrapped in shrink tube. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. <laughs> that big stuff though. That yeah. big stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, so I thought that being clean was like I used to say meth before dishonor. You know what I mean? It was like it was out of the question to be clean. Like weed? I'm always gonna smoke weed. It's like if, as long as I have two fingers, I'm gonna smoke weed. You yeah. know what I mean? And uh, meth before dishonor, you got some homies that follow that. Huh? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> but here's the thing. <gasps> here's the thing. Uh, you know, I asked, I asked, uh, I asked my higher power before I even. I heard somebody say something at a meeting. It meant a lot to me. It, it hit me home. It hit home with me in my chest. Is the dude said, uh, and I feel like he, I feel like I felt what he said. He said he went, got out of jail, and he came to the program. <clears throat> Praying to a God that he didn't believe in, asking for a chance, a, a second chance he didn't deserve, and he got it. Right. So that's basically me, man. I was I, I prayed to a God that I don't I don't believe in. Like I don't I don't believe in a guy with a beard and a robe and a and, a, and you know a, a a cane and a, like a goat or whatever. Uh, 
But I know there's something. I know there's a higher. My higher power is looking out for me because somebody, something's always been looked looking out for me my whole life. It all depends on. It's all. It's all That's how fair. you look at things. That's right? fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. And because uh, if not, if not, I would be dead. Yeah. I would be. I would be dead. Everybody's so, got to have something. I feel too. Everybody's everybody's got something. Yeah, you, you, ha- I mean? you have so, to. So now, in retrospect, now that I, I you know I have twelve years clean, looking back. What I thought was the hard part or the impossibility was the easy part. Staying clean for me is not the hard part. It's like, all it's next to it. I made up my mind, and I I put my brain in gear, in a gear where I don't use drugs, I don't drink, I don't pill, I don't smoke weed, I don't shoot smack, I don't who you all know. Of the above. I put it all yeah. in one all basket. Above, yeah. I I I don't do drugs. No matter what, because someone looking, someone on the other side that's never been in any of that, I would think it'd be the other other way around. I would think that it would be so much harder to stay clean because of all of the temptations that you have. You know what I mean? I would say and, I would and, say and the first year, or maybe even more, but it just depends. You know, I mean, we we've seen people come in and out of the room so often, so it's like really hard to determine. But yeah. I would say, from like my personal experience. You know, there was the surrender and all this other shit. So, like the like six months to a year, there was a lot of like of those temptations still. But I mean, honestly, until until I thoroughly worked on myself and like dug deep and fucking figured some of those things out, like those went away. You know what I mean? That's why it's so important. Like one thing, it is like being recovery. But if you're not consistently working on yourself, like. Is, there's just gonna be something against yeah there's it. some if it ain't the drugs it's it's Here's as what, we've it, it, seen the, exactly the behavior the, the behavior yes, it is it the is. addiction well, to so but here's mental. here's for me it's for me it's yeah. a big a big part of it okay so for, this is just an example like i've i've always smoked since i was a little boy i've always smoked cigarettes since i was a little boy right and when you know when i go to jail when i used to go to jail on a regular basis you know, I'm a heavy smoker. I smoke a pack and a half, whatever, a day. I'll smoke sometimes more than that. Something happens when you, I don't know, if, if, if y'all have never been to county jail, when you get to county jail, there's no cigarettes. No. N- not at least for a while. And if there is, they're pretty rare in county jail. Something happens to me when I go to jail. Like, I can't make it 10 minutes on the street without a cigarette. You know what I mean? When I go to jail, I know there's no cigarettes in my mind. So I never jones for a cigarette while I'm in county jail. And and, and, and what, what I'm getting at is it's all in your fucking head, man. And, and you're some not people, smoking out here, though, right? I'm not smoking. Because, because, I, because what happened? <laughs> we want to tell the people. Okay, well, I'll Do tell we want to tell the people without I'll saying tell the people, names what I, exactly happened, I made a, Charlie? I, we'll let hey, you know. I, I made a promise to one of my, uh, yeah. one of my little big homies yeah. that uh, if I smoked a cigarette, or actually, he made a promise to me that if I smoked a cigarette, yeah. he'd beat my ass. And, uh, he, and uh, he, he said, oh, I don't want to smoke cigarettes anymore, Tom. And I said, all right, well, if you, if, how about this? If I see you with a cigarette, I'm going to steal on you. <laughs> and, uh, and, and he don't smoke cigarettes no more. No. And, uh, and we love him. Hey, hey, but the, hey, but the, pro, but hey, the that's, pro- a, that's a really good thing. If you don't want to do something, just ask a certain somebody, yeah. and that person will make sure. But you better be fully committed. Because I promise you, you will yeah. be getting yeah. a fucking be knuckle sandwich. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. For sure. Be no, but very... he's a man of his word, and yeah. I never questioned. I, ne- I knew that I was never going to have to do anything. Well, here's, end, here's end the end thing. There, here's the thing is, they be, dudes, people be like, Charlie, your nose is pushed over to the side of your face, and your teeth, you're missing half your teeth, and fucking 
what happened to you? I said, I, sm- I would say I smoked a cigarette and <laughs> fucking Tom the Bear. And then, and then you look over at Tom, Tom, and Tom, and he's got a little cut on his cheek right yeah. here from my pinky nail. Uh-huh. You should be like, yeah, but, but yeah, but you should see yeah. that motherfucker's hands. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, they fucked, fucked his hands up. off. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I'm gonna have a hard time at work holding a pipe wrench, motherfucker. What I'm I think the people, the chronic relapsers, in their mind. I don't know. I could be wrong, but this is just what I'm a cro- something, I was a chronic relapser. Something I always thought the chronic relapser is someone that lets the thought be entertained and mm-hmm. kind of fester, yeah. and then it grows, and then it goes off like a like a flashbang, and then and then they're sitting there and they relapse and they didn't even want to, yeah. and they and they regret it. That's but they've up. already yeah. done it, yeah. and and then it, and then they get some clean time and it fucking happens again, yeah. and it happens again. See, I said fuck this i'm gonna try this shit for a year and i uh, honestly guys i thought na was a bunch of fucking rats and a bunch of fucking you know there's all i come out of i come out of jail and i'm 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 institutionalized i'm racist yeah so you think it's a bunch of lames you're like oh you guys gave up you quit it's it's a bunch of lames there's different colored people here and i don't really i don't jam with them you know and so like that but here's the thing man I really don't care what color people are. I've changed. I've changed being clean. And the things that are important to me now are not the same things that were important to me then. And it's like, I stay clean. I stay clean. As I, I, I created a new habit with myself, I stay clean, man. It, 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 and, and now it's become natural. Like, I don't, if something shitty happens, I don't, my first thing is, I'm not going to get, I'm going to get loaded. My parents died. I didn't get loaded. The dog died. I don't get That's loaded. always the scariest thing when something catastrophic happens. Right. You know? So or, what, what happened, what changed for you to being a chronic relapser, whatever terminology you guys use? Um, to I finally grasped the concept of one day at a time. Like, I don't have to worry about... So I went, I went in and out of treatment and in and out of NA for 13 years. So I, I originally tried to get clean in 2010. I went into a program uh, called CRASH, which is a behavior modification. Very serious program, right? Heard about it. Um, I had been addicted for 11 years already, solid. You know, I started at 13, so 11 years solid, and I went into CRASH. And um, What was your drug of choice? My drug of choice at the time was meth. Um, so I went into crash. It took me three tries to finally transition out of that program in one year. So I went in and I got terminated, went in again and got terminated a second time, went in a third time and finally transitioned out. And um, I stayed clean for a little while and I ended up relapsing. It was exactly like what Charlie said. Like I would have clean time and I really wanted to fucking be clean, right? And I would do the things, like some of the things. I would get a sponsor. I, wouldn't work, I wasn't working steps yet because I wasn't ready. You know, I didn't really realize that that's what I had to do. So... Um, it would happen. I would get the craving, like, oh, the idea, like, oh, getting high sounds good, you know? And, and I, in my mind, I'm like, I, but I don't want to do it. It's going to be bad. I'll get kicked out of my mom's house, whatever it is. And I would battle in my mind for a few days, and that craving would get so big that I just had to answer the call, you know? And so it was like that over and over for 13 years and until finally last year. Um, it's kind of like what Charlie said. I got it in my mind. I was like, fuck it. This is it. Like, I'm done. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to pick up. It was the no matter what, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to get loaded no matter what. And I just dove headfirst into the program. Um, and I started working steps. Uh, I went to school. I started school full time at a community college at 23 days clean. And um, I don't know. I just kind of took off. I think I just I, I'm going to simplify this because I, I've done enough research too, and like working steps with other people, and now working with my new sponsor too. I mean, he's like really, really big into this, the obsession. Yes. Mm. Yes, you mm. can surrender, 
But if you do not work on the obsession, you will be a chronic relapser. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? We we know people well, that obsession, are obsession. It's in the word. You obsess. Yeah. yeah. You right. get a thought and you obsess over it, <clears throat> right. and it and it grows and it's it gets itchy and it swells. Right. You know what I mean? And it doesn't matter what you know in the program. I mean, people with a, a an extreme amount of clean time, if they still have just hung around, drank to coffee, worked the steps one time, you know, and did the fucking deal, and they have enough time, and then that shit starts creeping back up again. Yeah. Yep. They're gonna fucking get high. Yeah. And, and they're probably not going to get high right away. What they're going to do is, is what we all do. I could probably drink. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my fucking back hurts. I'm going to fucking pop that one fucking pill. Yeah. Right. And then our disease was just like, yeah, fucking jacked. That yeah. motherfucker is yeah. just waiting. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're fucking on 12th and Imperial fucking sucking cock for a fucking dime bag. <laughs> God damn. You know what I mean? I mean, for some, for some, it's it's like not a hobby. It's a hustle. (laughs) (laughs) 20 20 bucks is 20 bucks. bucks. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a, it's the sad truth, but the obsession is fucking just. So relapse typically happens in three stages. It's emotional relapse, which is the behaviors, right? Like we were talking about people have the behaviors. Some people never leave that stage getting clean people. Some people never leave the stage of the first stage of emotional relapse, right? So you, you have all your behaviors. You can come into the program, get a little bit of clean time, get a sponsor, but your behaviors never fucking change, right? You're still out there talking shit to people, acting a fool, whatever. And then after that becomes the mental part where you start um, entertaining the thoughts of getting loaded, right? Like, oh, that sounds good. And then before you know it, in the blink of an eye, you're in the physical relapse where you've used one time and you're like, fuck, how did I get here? I didn't want to do this. You know, so typically that's, that's how relapse happens. That's why they, they say that, you know, um, relapse happens way before you ever pick up. It starts with the emotional part. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, your behaviors. Yeah. And some, yeah. if you never leave that stage, then you're bound yeah. to relapse eventually. So, it could be five years down the road. You're going to so, pick up. So back, back to where, where I was at was I said, okay, forget it. Everything I've ever done is not working, right? <clears throat> so I'm going to try. I'm, I'm, I'm in this room full of these weird people, this weird clique, this program, <laughs> right? And I don't care. Dude has his crooked hat on, and he's got his gold scorpion around his neck. And... And he's, you know, he's not my kind of people. And, and, and I'm picking the room apart. I'm like, these two are freaking knotted out. One of them slobbering on the other one. So they're not fucking clean. There's no way this, you know. And then the guy says, oh, I'm taking five years. Yeah, right, you liar. I thought everybody was a liar. Anybody that had five minutes clean, I'm like, yeah, you're lying. <laughs> <clears throat> you're just better at using than me. And, 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 but you ain't better at, li- at lying than me because I see right through your bullshit, right? So I said, I stayed. I got clean. I stayed clean for a few days, and then I said, okay, I'm just going to try this for a year. I'm going to try to stay clean for a year because everything I ever tried didn't work because I keep getting the same answer over and over and over again. I'm, I'm busted in, in a jail for something that I think is stupid. Grand Theft Auto is stupid, like, but I, but I have tw- you know I have 28 counts. I have 28 counts of fucking stupid. So I'm pr- you know there I am. I and and twenty dollars in your pocket. Right? And, and and twenty yeah. bucks, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a it's just a hustle. Just a hustle. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I said I'm gonna do, I'm gonna try this shit for a year. And if if my quality of my life doesn't change, then fuck it. I'm gonna I'm shoot I'm gonna shoot heroin and crystal meth in my arm. That's what I'll do. Well, at the end of the year, when I was supposed to look back, I forgot. Nice. I forgot to look back, man. Right. I looked back when I had five. And I had a Harley. I'm renting an apartment. I got a little truck. I've had the same job 
for for all those years and 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 uh I'm off parole uh the I don't have to pee in a bottle I don't have to pee in a bathroom with other people in it yeah you know what I mean this has been my whole my whole adult mm-hmm. life showing I've your pe- cock to other guys yeah, is I, fucking the, a lot my whole <laughs> life I have peed in front of a man yeah I know That's and, a lot. and and sometimes they're standing there looking down at him and sometimes they're sitting on a chair looking at a mirror looking at no, him no that's what I was just gonna say my goddamn fucking uh, sober living. This place is awesome, though. It really saved my life. I'll sh- I'll give them a shout out. Balance House. They had a fucking mirror that yeah. was against the wall, so they can be at the fucking door watching your fucking cock yep. to make sure yep. you know. Yep. Because this was right around the time they were start using the prosthetic fake cocks yeah. with the fake pee. Yeah, it's called the Wizenator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so had I, I had a skin match. I had a skin match. I wanted to do this. I love I love this dude Tony. He still works for the company. I talk to him all the time. He's fucking a great guy. And I told him this too. I'm like, I wanted to get the Wizenator, but black. You know what I mean? And just big and just like whip it out one day and just like wait to his fucking and just look at his fucking face. You know what I mean? Like, hey, what do you mean, man? And and piss blood. (laughs) So I, I look back and I had five years. And I had all these things that that I'd never had before, and so it, you know, I'm not, I, I, I I'm not the smartest uh, guy, but I also am not the dumbest guy. It's, it was a clear, it was clearly, clearly, I believed in what I did, and you know, it, and, and your wife, your wife was there, it, Amberly, Elise, Tiffany Piker, we were all at the same, you know, the same sober living. Damn, good thing she didn't see the mirror, dog. Hey, she might not have what you've done. No, you know no, what I mean? no, good no, thing. no, 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 you know what I mean? no, 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 we, we, I think it all happened to us at the same time because I believed what I was doing was what I was supposed to be doing, and I believed that it was working, man. And and I watched people come and go, but I had some some no matter what people right with us, no matter what happened, we didn't use and we stuck together, and and it's it's evolved into this community that I love. All the people that I love are my friends; they're my family, and uh, I wouldn't trade it for the world. And now I have this foundation. To where, and I have this set of tools. To where you can help other people. I can, too. but yeah. when when shit goes sour, man, the way I process information is completely different. There's a chain. Of, there's a there's a there's a one or two or three or four or five step thing that I do every time, dude. Like if something bad happens, I call my fucking sponsor. You know, I, ca- I call my sponsor, and he uh, he unplugs me and depressurizes me within about five minutes on the phone. Yeah, because even, not to get into details, but even as, as the small amount of time that I've known you, you've gone through some shit, and I've reached out to Dustin and been like, hey, you know, how's Charlie? Mm-hmm. He's, oh, you know, make sure he's good, this and that, and I'll reach out to you, and, you know, you, you've been, you've stayed solid. You haven't switched yep. up. You've yep. been fucking, yep. you know, and, I, and that... It is a scary thing because I, you know, my family, I had members of my family that dealt with addiction. <clears throat> they couldn't stay, stay down. You know, they always went back to it. Yeah. You know, and then my mom ended up passing away and it was, it was pretty fucked up. Uh. It was like, damn, dude, I kind of wish that she could have met you motherfuckers. You know yeah, what I mean? Or man. even Clea. Yeah. That was one thing that I always talked to my little sister and my girl about like, damn, dude, if I could introduce my mom to Clea, she probably, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause she's totally was that yeah. vibe. My mom was from East Side too, you know yeah. what I mean? And I was like, dude, that could have fucking changed your yeah. shit, you know what I mean? And I dude, met it, you guys like, it, right it, after my mom passed and yeah. looking, like dealing with her and her life and then seeing how all you guys are going through all that shit and being clean and then seeing how your guys' life are. It's like, damn, I this see, is fucking I nuts. See, uh, this is how it could have been, you, you motherfucker. Know, I have, I, 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 know, I, have God a, damn, I, have, I have an older sister. I have an older <laughs> sister that I haven't seen in five years. She's she's in her addiction running yeah. amok. Yeah. And um, 
Travis's mom reminds me of my sister Margie. Yeah. And I don't know if my sister Margie will ever get it. Really? You know, but when I see Travis's mom doing good, I'm just like, fuck, it's That's possible, cool. man. Dude. And and I wish I wish that I wish that I could introduce you to my sister Margie because my sister Margie's you think I'm funny, my sister Margie's funnier than really? me, bro. Cool as fuck. And, and but she's you know, last time I saw her was at my mom's funeral, and I said, "Hey, Marja, I, I, I'm plugged into all these programs, and I got all this help. I can help you. I can help you." And she says, "A program for what?" And looked at me like I was stupid. She don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, yeah a program for well, and, what? And, and and it's weird too, because it's weird how I got plugged with you guys, because I, you know, I listen to your guys' podcast, and I trip out on hearing all the stories and shit, because I have zero ties to recovery the only thing i struggle with is a motherfucking snicker bar you know what i mean that's my issue you know what i mean i got anger issues I but i don't got no I, fucking hey, you know I, what i mean i just wish i just I, witnessed I, that yeah yeah fucking for everybody listening yeah dustin didn't give me some fucking m&ms what do we got right? yeah caramel and chocolate caramel and chocolate yeah, yeah. Oh, Dustin already, didn't give me no fucking up enough yeah. Right Dustin now. didn't give me no M and M's, so Charlie had to calm me down before I put this motherfucker in the refrigerator right here. But now everything's all cool. We're here yeah. doing the podcast. So. Damn, peace and <laughs> love, peace and love. Yeah. yeah, Clay's gonna be mad as fuck at me. I'm doing this shit right here. Well, now, now, now you just have to go on to hers. <clears throat> she has one too. Well, she wants to start one. She should. She, needs to. she already has all the yeah. shit that she. I mean, she would be fantastic at it. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, but she has so many things going on. She can talk enough. <laughs> she has she has so many things going on you know what i mean you have to be you, it's just with anything and that not saying that she's not committed to doing it because once she gets her mindset she's fucking a racehorse you know what yeah. i mean it's on a crack and she got so much shit going there's on. there's so much going on you know what i mean he's like you got eat this is fun and all that bit to be consistent and to even to have those analytics that i was just showing you you, you got to be consistent yeah you got you got you people are expecting this now you know what i mean like and and I want to give it to him because this is fucking great. I love, I love the fact that we don't have cameras anymore. I love yeah. the fact. I mean, hey, I I looked. We have, I think it was like two hundred eighteen uh, followers or whatever whatever they call it on YouTube. I don't know. You know what I mean? So that's a lot, right? Two hundred people. Two hundred people take their time and they watch the show on yeah. YouTube or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, like, this is where the bread and butter yeah, is, yeah. dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. right here out of the fucking shop, talking recovery. Yeah. And it, and we don't get monetized. We can play whatever the fuck we want to play. Yeah. Like you I know? was telling Dustin, staying consistent. I think yeah. I liked listening to your guys' shit every Monday or whatever, the, whenever you guys dropped. I think just staying, staying consistent, even when you guys were having a hard time finding guests or whatever the case may be, just bullshitting between you guys not every podcast needs to be a banger not yeah. every podcast yeah. has to be a fucking hit oh this is gonna be the best one this is gonna be last week's number dude they you can have podcasts that sucks just give the people something to listen to so they know you stay relevant like yeah, i was actually, telling you just actually podcasts stay. podcasts are great for traffic i commute every day or yeah. i commute some of the days of the week and uh the music i listen to does not get me uh, relaxing and tapping my toes. I mean, you know, some of the some of the music I listen to doesn't is not cool for traffic, and uh, a podcast. Lately, I've been listening to, to comedians, and and the, I'm glad you guys came on with the podcast. Uh, I'm, and I'm glad I learned what and what not to say to pregnant women. <laughs> you know, I learned harsh, harsh lessons. For those of you that are, are hip with the times, yeah. you know, I'm looking at my phone and I see your wife on there and she's doing her story and she's like. One thing you don't say to a pregnant woman is, hey, sis, it looks like you're about ready to pop. And I rack my brain and I go, whoa, what did I say to police at Waring Road on Friday? I'm pretty sure I said, 
hey, sis, you look <laughs> like you're about to pop. So then I try to call her, and she don't answer. I'm like, fuck. Then I'm listening to the podcast, and she just blasts me on the podcast. So I try to call her again. She don't answer. And then she calls me back. She goes, hey, brother. I'm like, hey, I, I, like, I, I'm like, I, I, don't, I, I don't know what I I don't know how fucking stupid. I'm stupid. Start I, crying. I don't know what Nothing quite like that. Yeah, but she's, she's like, you, you have a, pa- you have, a, you know, you have a past, but there's just certain things you can't say to people, and I'm like, I'll never say it again. Yeah. I swear, to God, I never thought about. Well, it. she's been getting it pretty from all ends, you know, and it's all women that are doing it too. So, you know, last week she talked about it last week on the podcast. But anyways, you know, she goes into a goddamn coffee shop, and then the girl says, I mean literally calls her fat and then says oh well my sister's about to have a baby and you are way bigger than she is wow listen no girl ally no girl wants to hear about weight no matter what you but know what you mean? know what when she was walking around with wyatt in her belly she didn't give it was, a shit dude. She, correct so this pregnancy is much so, different she was so happy to be she was so happy to have the baby on board so yeah. girls and she having resent, girls and having she, boys she must resents be me bro she says it all the time like i did this to her <laughs> like it's, hey, she, hey, she's gonna come it's up always to you. in a couple fault. months. Yeah. Usually, in a couple sure. months, she's gonna come up to you with a little bundle and she's gonna hand it to you and she's gonna say, Here you go, Dustin. You left this in my vagina. I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know with the whole crying thing, like you just said, she's like, I can hear her say, like, Knock it off, Charlie. That's Dustin's job to cry. I got it. He's gonna cry right now. Come here over here. <laughs> yeah, it's been rough. It's been rough, but it's been good. You know, listen, you know. It is what it is. But, I mean, I, I, I still don't know what the fuck to say. So now it's just like, you know, hey, how you feeling? Good? Okay. You're all right? All right. Cool. We're cool. Hey, I walked up You need to anything? Her, okay. I walked up to her at Waring Road last night. I don't know if you guys have seen the Seinfeld, the soup Nazi. I walked up to her. I stepped up one step and two step. And I side hugged her. And I said, hey, sis, nice to see you. And then I stepped back. <laughs> yeah, stepped back yeah, sat yeah, down. Yeah. <laughs> she said, don't ask me how I'm feeling because yeah. I don't feel good. Don't ask me how yeah. I'm doing. Don't ask me if I'm ready to pop. Don't ask me this. Don't ask me that. She's, how do I it's, feel? I'm not it's that funny, good. too. She has so many, you know, emotions and fucking going on. Like, she's not like this normally. You know what yeah. I mean? And the moment that she has my note, I already know because I had witnessed this with white. I mean, she's... If you want the smoke, she'll give it to you right now. You know what I mean? But I know her, and once she's done and the hormones are all gone and all this other shit, like, she's going to go back to being her sensitive Sally self. Yeah. You know what I mean? But right now, she does not fucking play. Have you experienced that? <clears throat> Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I was about There's to say. A, yeah. There's very few people that I'm scared of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chloe being one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what I, I mean, I thought so too. Yeah. Yeah, there's one, there's, there's very few people that can tell me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Chloe being one. You know what I mean? And, exactly. and then I'll, and then I'll be like, all right, yeah. all right. I'll yeah. listen. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. She'd be like, shut the fuck up. I'll be quiet. But when she's gone, I'll be talking again. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah, all right, I'll shut up right now. Yeah, leave so- the room. You know? <laughs> yes. Yeah, sometimes they leave the room and they put the ear yeah. to the door and they're like, I heard yeah. that. I'm like, yeah. fuck, you're or if you already have, fucking Or if you already gone. have a kid, they don't have to put the ear. They got the baby monitor on. <laughs> yeah, like, I heard exactly. that, motherfucker. Hey. Oh, damn. I didn't even know about that. I know. Watch yeah. that. Oh, watch that. that. And watch, <laughs> make sure that you get not the fucking Wi Fi ones. We had some fucking oh, creep fucking talking to Wyatt in this motherfucker. Oh, my God. Oh, Yeah. God. So now we have, like, the hardwire one. So nice. anybody listening and you have a fucking baby, you're about to have a baby, do not get the Wi-Fi because these creeps go in there and start talking to your fucking kids. 
these fucking oh, piece boy, of oh, shit motherfuckers. Wow. That's I know. wild. Why in, we've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> 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 hey, the like, four listeners yeah, in Russia, that's like, them. You're like, God <laughs> damn it. That's them, motherfuckers. <laughs> Wyatt, we need, we, Wyatt yeah. we need four $50 yeah. gift cards and Walmart <laughs> gift cards. Can you? <laughs> the homies. Fuck. <laughs> Shit's fucking wild, dude. Yeah, damn. Pregnant women, man. So where's Rafa? Do? Hey, check this out. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> check this out, though. Last night, so there was uh, we were at a meeting or whatever, and one of my friends, his, his old lady's pregnant, too. And she was saying something like what she was going through, you know what I mean? It, it was maybe like, yeah, I, you know, I'm acting crazy. But that's her saying that. And he's over there shaking his fucking head. And I fucking hit him. I said, don't you fucking Agreeing? do that. <laughs> no. Do not do that, fool. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, have your Hold second on. kid. You're going to know better because she's going to whoop that ass. <laughs> I love those kids. I love those kids, too. It's so funny. <clears throat> yeah, Rafa's fucking in a brand new apartment, bro. Come on. Just living life. Yeah. <laughs> living life. Moving on know. up. Allie, what <laughs> would you say to a fucking newcomer that's in the same similar situation that you were in, right? Mm -hmm. What would you say to somebody that's a chronic relapser that just can't fucking get it but you've already seen this person come in out of the rooms like what would you say to him uh i think the first thing i would say is go to treatment you know if you really if you really truly want to get and stay clean go to treatment and stay in treatment for as long as you can unfortunately since medical took over all the treatment programs are like 90 day spin drives you know we don't have the nine month or year long programs anymore um, but that would be the first thing is if you can't stay clean on your own accord, then get in, get into treatment and stay in treatment, you know, hit them back to back if you have to and, and work the steps, you know, cause I did the get a sponsor by name and then I did the get a sponsor and work the first three over and over, you know, yeah. and I, I'd get to the fourth step and, you know, I didn't really want to do that or didn't see a need for it and, and I'd go back out. So I think those two things get, get into treatment, stay in treatment and, and work the steps, just dive head first in the steps right off the bat. You know, I, I know a lot of newcomers are told, like, you know, do 90 and 90, which is great. But I there you can be working steps during that time. You know, a lot of a lot of newcomers don't work steps until they've got 90 days or six months clean. And I don't think that that's for a chronic relapser. That's not a good place to be. Mm -hmm. I agree. So. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to talk bad about programs at all because I think they're fucking great and they yeah. work for a lot of people. Absolutely. I mean. I mean, it, it, I used to talk shit just because it was my experience. Like, I went to a really bougie rehab. Like, fucking great. Like, we're doing yoga one day. We're doing fucking acupuncture. <laughs> yeah. You know what Private I mean? Like, pay. and I fucking stayed clean. Body massage with happy endings. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> passages. Allegedly, yeah. you know what I mean. But let, I, here's the thing about that. <laughs> and that works for a lot of people because I know a lot of people in Utah where I was at that uh -huh. are still fucking clean and doing the fucking deal. Right. And I mean, it didn't work for me because my obsession and I wanted to come back to San Diego and I knew. The moment I came back, I was going to get loaded. It didn't matter. Like, I already knew that going into yeah. and I was totally fake. You know, oh, yeah, I'm fucking sober, Dustin, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I played this whole part. Mm. But that being said, though, like, I went to, and my mom said this to me. So I, like, love saying it because it's so true. She's like, I spent this amount of money on you to get you clean. And you couldn't even fucking do it, but you go to a county-funded yeah, fuck fucking downtown San Diego and yeah. you got clean. Like, yeah. Obviously, she's thrilled that I stayed clean, right. Right. but she's like, you know, what the fuck? Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And it, more or less for her, she's like, you know, lesson learned. But even, even for people that are listening, you got family members out there, like, 
let them go through that stuff. Let yeah. them see raw shit. You know, mm-hmm. let them be in a whole different yep. environment too. Yep. You gotta let you know? somebody hit their bottom. You, you, got, you, know? you got to. You know, and I, I I've been saying it quite a few times lately, but here's the thing that I've noticed, and it's really, you know, if I had somebody that like I had a couple couple of my big homies that I grew up with, I look I look up to them. They you know done a grip of time, you know, whatever. If I would have had somebody tell me this that I that I was listening to my parents I didn't listen to them my sister Julie I didn't listen to her but if I would have had somebody tell me look Charlie this is important pay attention to this part you know no matter how you got here some people go through jail some people were abused sexually abused physically abused verbally abused jail whatever 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 gets you into your addiction if your life becomes unmanageable and you start having shit starts flying apart and you start having problems and you come to the program and you give it a try, and you, and you stay clean for 30 days or 60 days or 90 days or one year or whatever you do, right? And then you decide, fuck this, this isn't for me. It's not working for me. And you want to go out and you want to drink or you want to go out and you want to use. Here's the thing. Nobody in the history of the planet Earth has ever used and drank and became a better employee, a better son, father, brother, friend, uh, uh, a better empl- like I said, a better employee. Nobody, nobody got a promotion at their job. Uh, nobody's ever been able to go back to using after being in the program and having ha- and ha- and have a, sex- a successful life ever in the history of our whole planet. So if you're here, you may as well stay here and and, and pick up the tools and do what's suggested and do what you do. What you, if you admire people in the program, do what they do, do what they suggest you to do. And it's pretty common that your life will get better. If you don't, it's very common that it won't. Like it's like a hundred percent, it won't get better. <clears throat> yeah, I know. Being a, I mean, just being a drug addict now is there is no more recreational drug use. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? Look, like this, this hit, this hit anymore. home. You know what I mean? And I'm trying to tell this person, I'm like, look, you just can't do coke. It's just that you can't do it anymore because you, first of all. Unless you're testing it and you're making sure that there's nothing that's in there, you know, that's, you know, fentanyl, you're going to fucking die Mm -hmm. because you're assuming that you're going to get fucking up and get high. And the next thing you know, you're going to fucking, you're tired, whatever. You know what I mean? You're going to fucking OD. So there's no, there's no ifs, ands, buts. The people that are in the rooms now, they just need to stay. Yeah. Because the other alternative, especially now, I mean, I know how strong heroin is. So I could only imagine, say you have fucking five, ten days clean, and then you go back out to fentanyl, and then you fucking just get cranked up and you're fucking gone. The craziest story about fentanyl to me is, I don't know where I heard this. I want to say somebody told me this, but there's a group of three people, right? And they basically fucking pick straws. They're Rochambeau to see who goes first. Who goes first? Because they don't want to, if it's too strong, they want to mix, they want to do a smaller dose. Yes. So they let somebody, they basically roll the dice, see who goes first. If that person dies, the next two people do less. Yeah, or and then they have, well, you they know. Hit them with nar- they, they hit people them, were yeah. doing that the last time I was using. People right. were doing that. Like see, one, yeah. one person, one here, person in the group dude, would, would use it. And they'd be on standby with Narcan in case the person went out. That's here's here's wild. here's my thing, bro. No this is the, what kind of dope fiend uh, Charlie is. Charlie will go first. Oh, one hundred percent. They, my buddy, used to tell me, "You can have this for free if you do it all." And I would shoot a whole ass horse horse fucking uh, tr- uh, syringe in yeah. my arm full of. Anybody, yellow, you got the turkey syrup. baster? Bring that Man. over here. We're gonna <laughs> do that. 
Whoop. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, you can have this, but you got to do it all. I'd be like, why would they tell you you can have it, but you got to do it? Because it was a big shot, big gooey fucking shot. And I'd be like, they just wanted to see you. Because people get they, off on that kind yeah. of thing. Oh, okay. Like, so they yeah, wanted they to see you people fucking. People enjoy that. And, and, it's cool. and, and another thing, if I used to, I, I'm pretty sure I used to antagonize the fuck out of the dope dealer. Like they, I'd be makes on sense. their nerves because yeah, I'd be at, scratching out their windows, throwing pebbles at their shit when they, when they're trying, probably trying to sleep. So they know all they got to do is give me big doses for the for the time, and I'm gonna do crazier and crazier and crazier shit, and I'm probably gonna and get then arrested. Be gone. I'll be gone. <laughs> and then be and gone. So there goes that fucking headache for yeah, another three. Right. <laughs> another three <laughs> five. Yeah. yeah, he'll be back, but we got like four days, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty-two with eighty, from yeah. three, yeah. five, or seven. Come on. Fuck. It's yeah. fucked Crazy. up. Dude. It is fucked up. It's not a party out there. Anymore. I don't see anybody having any joy. Uh, the zombies that I see on the streets, they don't yeah. look like they're having any fucking fun. On you know, coming from any fun, heading towards any fun, having you know, I always was listening to music. I was always on my way to a bar, high as fuck, to drink on top of it, or I was on my way leaving a bar, high as fuck but drunk as fuck, about to go get high as fuck again and play darts all night long in some somebody's fucking pad or something. Or I was going on missions and doing crimes. It was always, but it was. It was fucking fun. I feel like it was fucking wholesome fun, even though it was felonies and all that shit. But I felt like it was all for the cause or whatever. But now I just see like Dawn of the Dead zombies walking, mm-hmm. standing in the middle of the road with their messy shit, like holding a fucking soggy piece of cardboard. Like, whoa. Yeah. I whoa. mean, the, the homeless population, I mean, that, that goes hand in hand with it too. But I mean, that it's all. I mean, that's I think that's a, like a political scheme, too, of like what we're seeing. Like, there's nobody. I mean, you know, the fucking cops will bust people for dumbass shit, but they're not even cleaning up the streets. You know right. what I mean? Like, it, it doesn't even make fucking sense. Yeah. Working downtown. Yeah. You see that shit. All the time. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. It's just fucking... it's absurd. You know what I mean? We were, and, just, we were just talking about that the other day. We were on the motorcycle coming home um, right off of Second Street in El Cajon, you know, and there's on every single corner there's like you know a group of them four or five six of them with like their carts full of shit and stuff and you know at least one of them has dope on them right and so back in my day it was like uh, we didn't stay out on the street like that in broad daylight because if i had dope on me i was gonna get rolled sure and it's like the cops are just driving by these clusters of people not giving a fuck it's like what i don't understand yeah california (laughs) laws are much different right i mean that's that i mean people can go rob you know a home depot and and they know As long as they don't have nothing more than 900 bucks, like they're just going to get a little ticket ticket, and they're going to be on their way. That's a lot of fucking money. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, but the crime is going to, you know, deeper. Like I, I I read a little while ago, a store in Oakland, somebody got shot because an associate was trying to like stop the person from, you know, that's why you're you're in retail. I'm sure every retail environment's like, let them go. Who gives a fuck? And I've, I've always been that way though, too. I mean, just let them fucking have it. You know what I mean? Where I work. But the thing of it is. Some people just don't like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So they're gonna stop, and this dude got capped. Yeah. For over a fucking drill, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, th- the, dude, th- th- that's that has to be the. I mean, what? I got I got busted in I got busted for Grand Theft Auto one time, and they pulled me in, the cops pulled me into a completely different separate interrogation room, and they said, uh, they said, we got you, we got you, Charlie, we got you for 30, 32 uh, Home Depots up and down the coast. Smash and grab Home, Home Depot's up and down the coast. And then he goes, yep, I got you right here. He's <laughs> got me on the page. Says, I, I got you right here. Five, nine, 260 pounds. I said, yep, 
You got me, buddy. I'm 6'5", and I weigh about a buck 35, motherfucker. <laughs> <A> buck 35? You got me dead to rights. Right. God damn oh, There's this other dude I knew, Chris, allegedly. Corn-fed Chris. <laughs> he did that shit. That was just the cops... Being so good at their job, <laughs> yeah, I know. you know, they're just like you got me, buddy. I got yeah, it. Yeah, like, I, yeah, like, uh, they're some just of us. humans too. Support the thin blue line. Yeah, some, some of us yeah. citizens are behind Fucking you all the way, officer. Fuck tards. I don't know. What a fucking joke. Hey, so what are you gonna do about your fucking ass cheek that's swollen? I'm gonna take it you've easy. Been, Al, you been icing it for him? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't want ice. No, I don't. Ice is Cody. But listen, I, I, think I told it's... him the first night when when he when it first happened, I came home from work. I'm like, let me see it, and it was a fucking huge welt sticking out, and it was hard to the touch. I'm like, maybe you should go to urgent care and get it X-rayed, like because it's on his hip, you know. I'm sure. like, what if you chip even chipped it or fractured it? Like you're gonna be in a world of hurt later. And he's like, I'm not fucking going into urgent care. Yeah, Charlie, you ain't as young as you once was. Yeah, right. Fine. I'm not. But here's so. here's the thing. <laughs> It's my butt cheek. I don't feel, I don't have any pain in my hip joint. Like I've, I've moved my leg. Yeah, you're fine. fine. It's it's where I have no ass. Yeah, and it just fucking. Got hey, you. dude, listen. We'll give you a sick ass LFG life alert motherfucking bracelet, <laughs> uh, a necklace, whatever you need, yeah. homeboy. There's Charlie fucking fucking life hey. alert on the Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hey, we'll we'll have have a a ringtone and everything for <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah. We'll we have we All have our yeah. up on motorcycles. Whoa, how did Charlie get a, a Metallica life alert? Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> Yeah. We got uh, you, huh? We're having one of our hey, we're, we're bringing one of our favorite guests yeah. back. It's fucking old man Charlie Withers, yeah. seventy six years old. He's, he's been LFG day one, yeah, phase old. one. <laughs> like what Clea said. Oh, it's gonna be so cool. We're we're all gonna be we're gonna all gonna have those lives. And Charlie, you'll just be our handyman. You'll yeah. be like our old handyman. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah, thanks for that. Hey, he's yeah. gonna be. He's going to be mocking up ramps in everybody's house so he can put the wheelchair and shit on the way up. He's all... <laughs> 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 oh, it's fucked up, dog. Oh, Sorry, Charlie. You good. His birthday's <laughs> coming. Oh, birthday, my birthday, birthday is Thanksgiving. That's right. Goddamn, yep. 46 years old, huh? 54. <laughs> no, I'm going to be 53 years old, man. That's good. It is. That's good. It is. It works for me. Shit, dude. Hey, and like I said, when you walked in here, you're fucking... I thought you were a spokesperson for 24-hour fitness. I'm trying, bro. Dude, hell yeah. I'm trying. I feel strong. I had yeah, one of those yeah. weeks last week where uh, Dustin came one of the days. There you go. Probably blew him out the water. I've <laughs> seen this before. <laughs> no, actually, hey, actually, I took him to the gym. Yeah, with me. He couldn't actually, lift yeah. Dude, I had this full. He couldn't lift his arms at the end of the workout. I was like, yeah. that's right. Hey, homie. His shoulder workout is no dude, fucking I joke. Him but did Shane. I do it? Hey, <laughs> He did it. No. <laughs> hard. Hard. People around, me, people around me in the gym, they think I'm somebody because... He asked me permission. He comes into the gym, him and Shane come into the gym, and they say, hey, is it cool if we work out here, bro? And I said, you guys are clear to, you guys yeah. are clear to I'm program, I'm like, hey, Charlie, bro. we good, homeboy? We... Yeah, yeah, it's all right. But uh, I watch them. They do They do like 60. Tom's like, I lost count. And I'm like, I'm over here doing this little Jane Fonda. And I'm like, 67, Tom. You did 67 <laughs> fucking, yeah. fucking Well, the lateral. thing about working out with Shane is we're so fucking competitive. And it, it has made me the strongest that I've ever been, but also it's, it's such an issue because, you know, I'll, we hit a workout. Okay, cool. You know, and then I'll count, I'll see him and he'll do a set of 20 and I'm like, all right, motherfucker. So I'm like 25. And then he'll be like, how many did you do? I'm like 25. And he's like, rolls his eyes. So he'll do 30 and I'm like, God 
damn it, I struggled to do 25, so now I got to do 35 because this motherfucker did 30. <laughs> yeah. you know? So next thing you know, dude, we're in there doing fucking tricep pull-downs, and we're doing sets of 100 and shit. And it's like, <laughs> dude, what the fuck, homie? Why? We're both, dude, we're both in the sauna looking at each other, like, shaking because we can't even move our arms. <laughs> yeah. And it's like that every motherfucking week. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, dude, and I mean, that fool is fucking strong, you know? And he, because, you know, his, his background with fucking the yeah. military and all that yeah. shit, so... That kid but, is fucking. Sweet. You guys look. You guys look. You guys look dangerous. For yeah, sure. I just had the. I just had the weight on him. You know, I outweigh him by like forty pounds, but he's still putting up the same amount of weight, same amount of reps as me. So that's way more impressive. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you really think about it, yeah, it's like fuck. I man. know. We, right, we did that shorter workout, right? We already did like five sets of some bullshit. I'm smoked, <laughs> and he goes. Puts his hand on my shoulder. He's like, "Cool, we're gonna start our workout now." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck. We're almost halfway, halfway, yeah. halfway done. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, towards the end of it, I said, "What else do you want? <laughs> what else do you want?" <laughs> that sauna looks. That sounds yeah. really good right hey, but now. But you know what? But let's let's give the homie some respect. I'm gonna bring him up right now. Yeah, my boy Graf. All right, let's let's talk about <clears throat> that motherfucker. Shows up, dude. I've 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 had Graf come to the gym with me, probably a handful. You know, ten times yeah. maybe. And every time he comes, I give him the absolute smoke, dude. I try to, I try, I mean, dude, he's thrown up probably five times. Yeah. You know, cause he, he showed up to the gym late one time. Yeah. I'm on the, you know, we start our, we start our workout with the Stairmaster. We'll do, we'll do a hundred floors on the Stairmaster. And so he showed up late and, and then he, sh so not only did he showed up late, he showed up late, but he was walking in with no motherfucking pep in his step. So I took that as disrespect. I'm like, oh, okay, so you're going you're gonna to fucking walk in here all nonchalant? He was only seven minutes late. In my book, that's a big fuck you, yeah, Tom. You know what I mean? So I'm like, pep all right. In your step, that shows re that I jump off the Stairmaster. I've already done, you know, X amount of floors, whatever. I roll it up, homie. We're doing 100 burpees right now. And he's looks at me, go, what, man? So I'm like, yeah, fucking. Dude, we do, we're doing fucking sets of as many as you can, you know, so it's like 25, the first one, whatever. So we're doing burpees, doing burpees in him. He's, you know, he's laying on his back, just fucking hucking, just yeah. breathing all the air he possibly can yeah. in that place, you know? And one thing about that motherfucker is he don't quit, you know, yeah, other than LFG, but we'll leave that out. Um, but fuck. <laughs> no, but listen, all love, all love, Graf, all love, all love. Uh, anyway, but no, he fucking he he fucking puts it down, dude. You know what I mean? He's so hard headed as fuck. He's yeah. He's he, he doesn't he doesn't want to quit. No, he does not want to quit. So he loved the fact that when I I called him and I said, yeah, you know, Dustin came to the gym with me and he was amped. He was yeah. fucking amped. Yeah. What did he do? What did you guys do? What the fuck did he, did he yeah. throw up? Did he do this? And I was like, listen, <laughs> we just did a shoulder workout. He didn't do no cardio. You know, fucking everybody's on a tight schedule and shit. So fucking. But cardio, you know, I've loved it. I've loved it. All respect to Graf. <laughs> yeah, I actually feel like I could be wrong, but I actually feel like you and I are, are very similar. Totally. Right about the same on the on the incline and the flat bench. Fuck yeah. I think he's got me. A little, I think he's a little bit stronger than me. But the thing is, I'm trying to I'm really trying to not put more weight on, but put it put little little add a little bit of weight, but keep my form good and take them deep, taking, yeah, them, taking them deep. Yeah. And uh I feel good about it now. And then I'm bumped uh, uh, inclined uh, dumbbells like 55s or 60s. Yeah, dude. For sets of four sets of eight or four sets of 10. Keeping the form so you don't get hurt. I got yeah. so many homies that we work out with because we lift heavier. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that we're the strongest motherfuckers in the gym because 
keeping the good form so you don't get hurt. Because when you yeah. start getting heavy, and then also having the days where you're doing really lightweight and high fucking reps, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Switching it up. Don't go in there and do the same thing all the fucking time. You know what I mean? See, but working out with you, though, Tom, like, I, even though we, I haven't, we, I think we worked out twice, right? Mm-hmm. So I crave that workout, you know what I mean? Now, like, going to the gym mm, by myself, talk to me. it's like fucking, <laughs> it's not the same. That's why I'm, like, trying to get with you guys if yeah. you guys are going to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want to work out with people that are, like, doing it, you know? Yeah. It's just it's just fucking hard when you're by yourself. I tell myself, but yeah, I is. tell myself I want to go in there and I want it to suck. I don't want to, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm in there for fucking, like, when I work <laughs> out, dude, me and Shane, we had to cut it down. Dude, there was times where we're in there for two and a half hours. Yeah, that's too much. And too we're much. just, you know what I mean? And it's like, we're like, oh, what the fuck, I, dude? Our chicks are like, what are you guys doing? I go, dude? you know. Fucking I, fags, you know what I mean? Work like, out, you, I work out with big, big, big We got big chicks J. at home. Yeah. And me and Chandler are like, I work out with big Jay Parker. Yeah. Your arms are and, so big. Oh, hey, hey, Parker, I watch, I watch Parker. Parker's face, he goes like this. Like this. And then I'm already doing that, like. If I if I haven't quite ate right to where my stomach is settled and then I drink pre workout, it gives me gives me reflux right oh, when yeah, I'm working yeah, yeah. out. So if we're working out hard and we're working out fast, which is you know really trying to make a conscious effort to take a break in between, I go he goes I go he goes yeah, I go yeah. and we go and then and then I and then it becomes like a frenzy and then and then I'm already at the next machine. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. already at the next keeping spot. it. That's the thing. Don't go in there. Don't go in there and be talking. Don't be in there to fucking hang out. You know what I mean? Yeah. We go in there to work. Get in there and fucking, even if you're in there for an hour, but mm. you worked for an hour. Yeah. If you're, you, there's motherfuckers yeah. that go to gym for an hour and a half, but you talked for 30 minutes. Yeah, but that's he, a whole he, different story, he, you know? Jason wearing headphones, so. Uh, yeah, there that's, is a, you know. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. And I'm then not. with Dustin, yeah. with Dustin, we worked out with Ian, fucking, and, and we were doing lats and back. Yeah. And then fucking. Somebody wanted to chime in, so then we added push-ups in between every single yeah, work. Yeah, so it yeah. was like, oh, Brutal. you're resting? Oh, guess what? You're doing push-ups. Yeah. Brutal. So then it was boom, 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 boom. Someone was hitting it. Boom, 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 boom. Yep. You know what I mean? So yeah, staying fucking, you know. I know. I, w- I was <laughs> when we worked out the other day. I was going to say that too, and I'm like, no, never mind. Not with these. Not with <laughs> yeah. Jason, dude. Like, no, that's I'm like, cool, all right, dude. fuck it. That's fucking cool. Yeah, but dude. that that's the thing, man. Like, I wish that I would have started doing this a lot longer in recovery because you feel so good, yeah. like. And that's the whole point of like being clean and you know doing all these right things for your body and all that. Like you just were saying, your birthday's coming up, and it instantly makes me think of you know my dad that fucking died at forty six, right? High yeah. blood pressure, never worked out ever, but he drank a lot and partied and all yeah, this yeah. other horse shit, right? Now, obviously, there's we have a, I have a family history of heart condition, right? Yeah, on that side. So it's like now, especially having kids at an older age, like I don't want to be like that. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to fucking die. I don't right. want to die on a lease. Like I don't want to die on Wyatt, Winona, whatever. My friends, you know what I mean? Like yeah. my friends, like Tom, keep me accountable too. Yeah. I think at I mean? the end of the I day, can't. at the end of the day, what we all can agree on, recovery, health, sure. whatever the fuck, yeah. you got to do the things that you don't want to do. And I tell, me and Graf talk about it this all the time. The facts. You got to, dude, you think that, you wanted, like, you know, when you're fucking having fun, doing drugs, doing this, like, you think you wanted to be like, oh, no, I want to quit all this, and I want to get clean, or even when you're eating everything you want, you think you want to go sit in the sauna for 20 minutes, or you want to go force yourself to work out after work, like, you got to force yourself to do the things that you don't want to do, and exactly. that's what's going to make you, you know, progress. And, and, and that's how you can way. pretty much, uh, I'm pretty, I, I'm, I'm, you might, you might, you may or may not agree with me, I'm pretty much thinking if, if, if you're, 
if you're having a, a question in your mind whether you're supposed to do something or not, uh, if it's good for you, if it's something that you want to do no matter what, it's probably not good yeah, for you. Yeah. If it's yeah, something yeah. that you kind of yeah. that you might like doing but you don't really want to do it, it's probably good for you. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, it's become pretty normal to come home from work, put on a, a tank top, and go to Parker's and go to the gym. I'm trying. That's because that's the. You know, the bottom line is I'm trying to – my only goal in the gym is I want to be uh, want to be stronger than one excuse. That's it. Right. I, because – And then when you when you put the tank top on and you get on the bike, all respect to Allie, you also have to dodge all the girls slingshotting their dude, panties at hey, you on the way hey, to the gym. Hey, and and you it's such a struggle because you're like, God damn, you're fucking hey, wiggling and trying to split lanes and bitches hey, are like, I pull up at the, hey, I pull up at the light. You know what I mean? I'm, Fuck, I'm, it's I'm a fucking you guys, struggle, I'm going to tell you guys dude. a true story. It's a struggle, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys a true story. Already? I, I busted my ass at work. tonight. <laughs> I, busted, I busted my ass at work. I sweated all fucking day. I haul ass home. I park my truck. I go inside. I put on a tank top. No shower, no nothing. I the put best. on my little helmet yeah, and best. I take off on my bike <laughs> and I pull it to, pull up at the light and there's this East County two East County broads in a little car. It's all full of clothes and shit in the back. And chick <laughs> oh, says, yeah, that's the, oh, chick yeah. says, "Ow, I'll drink your bath water." Ooh. And I looked at her to the left like this because I only have one eye, so I'm looking at her with the fake <laughs> eye and I think to myself, "You don't know me, bitch." <laughs> 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 my bath water be murky as a motherfucker right He's now. He's like, it's back in the day. I would have yeah. gave you my bath water. Yeah, <laughs> hey, yeah, hey. You like the the clothes in the back? Like you have no idea. You yeah. can get way lower than that, baby. I will fucking oh, ruin you your fucking you life. Yeah. Know me, bitch. Oh hell yeah! Take your teeth out. Let's I'll see make you going beg out. for Narcotics yeah. Anonymous. <laughs> I need oh, something. Man. You got EBT, yeah. motherfucker. You're like, yeah. why are all these bitches with no teeth wearing LFG shirts around here? <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, get your ass home. God damn. Oh man. fuck, Lakeside ain't safe. <laughs> <Yeah>. Shots fired. <laughs> Charlie's so solid. Come on. Yeah. <clears throat> that, fuck. yeah you ain't lying there. <laughs> Allie. Yeah, we've had a pretty good run. Allie. Yeah. What is it like? Where you're from. You lived in uh, Oregon, right? Yeah, I lived there only for eight months, though. I'm from El Cajon. Oh, you are? So yeah. you moved up there recently. Yeah, well, I moved up there last August with my mom. Okay. So, yeah, I'm born and raised in El Cajon. Got it. Was the recovery scene out there pretty, bit, pretty yeah. big? Or yeah, what? it's actually a lot of people are from Southern California, whether it be San Diego or San Bernardino or L.A. Um, a lot of them are transplants oh, already. And the, and the ones that aren't are from neighboring cities, like there's a city, uh, Cave Junction or Klamath Falls. Klamath Falls is like... El Cajon, but just very small, very small population, only a couple thousand people, but people like go missing up there and shit. It's meth everywhere. Really? So yeah. So a lot of the people in um, the city I was in Grants Pass that were in the recovery scene were from those type of cities. So, really? Yeah, they go hard up there. It's in the I, woods. You're in the fucking forest. Yeah. Like people like legit go fucking missing. Yeah, I, I, so. one of our friends lives in Oregon now too. I mean, he lives in Albany, and it's I guess it's pretty decent. But yeah. he's told me stories like you go up to. Uh, What's the fucking Port Portland? Portland. Yeah, Port and it's just a, a fucking shit. Yeah, they, they decriminalize it, so they're so, shooting. They're shooting smack right in the well, park on the side of the road. Yeah, so you the see that shit on Instagram. No problem. The, <laughs> the state no of problem. Oregon has decriminalized um, drugs, so that doesn't mean they're legal. A lot of people confuse that with it means they're legal. It's not, they're not legal. It's just if you're caught like shooting up in the park you, and you got drugs on you, they write you a ticket, and on the back of the ticket is a phone number for a treatment 
facility and you don't it's not like you don't get cuffs slapped on you you don't get taken to jail yeah, you literally like just, a disease not a you not just a literally crime. get written a ticket and that's it really so, what yeah, what do you what guys think is. in your in your opinion what do you think is better to get help like you just said treat it like a disease or treat it like a crime i don't know i watched kind of a, when i was when i was early in recovery i watched a uh a documentary in canada and the the county the the whatever they're called on horseback <clears throat> they're mounted police they're mounted police they're going down an alley and there's this girl and they said hey hey uh you know tracy or whatever her name is hey tracy and she said hey guys and she's just fucking handling her business like this and she's like how's it going they're like hey you ready for treatment you ready to get some help and she's like nope and she's young and she's kind of spry they said hey can we can we get a picture and they take a picture with her like a selfie with her and then the same Mounties, the same alley, two or three years later, they're going down there and they say, hey, so-and-so, there she is. But she's, you know, missing half of her fucking teeth. Right. She looks like she got drugged behind a slow-moving vehicle down a, a rocky road. They're like, hey, are you ready to get some help? And she's like, nope. And she's getting high. And you know, eventually she says yes. Mm -hmm. And then it sh starts to show her story from the time that she accepts the, some help. Mm -hmm. And you know she gets some teeth, she gets some dentures, and mm -hmm. she's but she's she but she wastes she did damage to herself all that time. But do you think she would have got so, there quicker if she was scared straight? Like no, is my question. Know. You know, no, like, I don't. I don't do believe that's a thing. No, there, there's no because no. like Charlie, like Charlie was saying, he was tired of going to jail. Do you think that you would have gotten clean if jail wasn't in the picture? If no you weren't, way. you know what I mean. No. So and that's what and that's what I'm saying is like if. If he hadn't gone to jail ever, he'd still be out there using, yeah, maybe, or he mm -hmm. may have gotten sick of the street life. Like, I didn't go, yeah, I, I yeah, went to jail yeah, yeah. a few times. Sense. I went to jail a few times, but I, I never went to prison. I wasn't in there for any length of time. I don't have a serious criminal record, but I got tired of fucking walking the street and not having any, nothing, you know, nothing and no one. And it was fucking miserable, especially as a girl out there. You have to worry about, you know, Dude, creep ass men crazy. and fucking even other that's women so getting my up. shit stolen all the time, you know? Um, so, what I have learned is that. People are people are gonna get clean when they want to get clean, right? Whatever their bottom looks like, whether it's prison over and over or being on the street and having nothing, like whatever that may be, everybody has to have their bottom. But when somebody does hit their bottom and want to change, that now they've got this criminal record and this, you know, trailing them. So like coming back into society, trying to get a job and live a normal life, you can't do that when you've got a fucking extensive criminal yeah. record. So there's a documentary. Um, I think the guy's name is Johan Johan Hari from the UK, he did a TED talk and it says everything we know about, we think we know about addiction is wrong. And he talks about the country of Portugal. The country of Portugal, 1% of their population was addicted, which is a fucking lot, right? Addicted to heroin, shooting heroin. And so the, the government decided to change the rules. So they, everything was criminalized, right? Just like here in, in the United States. So they decided to take all the money that they would use locking um, addicts up and they changed their system. So now what they do is they give them treatment and they started this, I think, in the year 2000. They give them treatment, and then they take these people, and they go out into the community, and they offer to pay, like, half their wages for a year. And they give them small business loans and things like that. So when he did this TED Talk, it was 15 years later in 2015, and their, um, their percentage rate of people who, like, inject IV drugs is down 50%. HIV is down 50%. Like, everything is down. All their numbers are down drastically. And nobody in the country of Portugal wants to go back to the old system, which is our system of, of criminalizing people, you know, giving them criminal records and such. So, um, you know, I think the numbers speak for themselves. Yeah. It's like, you, you can't, 
You can't expect people to change their life when you won't let them back into society when they get clean, you know? And that's, that's what that is. People having a criminal record, they can't get back into society. Yeah. Man, I, I <coughs> you know, and then it's so hard for change too. to, it's not, nothing to, is a one trick. N- nothing is a one, one answer right. solution. Right. Because everything has ripple effect down the line, down the line. Like decriminalizing it takes the jail out of it, but at the same time, you but know. But there has to be there has to be um, things that go along with that. You yeah. can't just decriminalize and leave it at that. It has to be you know there has to be things that go along with that, like mm-hmm. you know consequences that go along with that. That is that's more serious than just writing somebody a fucking paper ticket. You know what I mean? Well, that's what so. I was just. So my, that's my answer. Like, there has to be some sort of consequences in order right. for... And that that's just for, you know, somebody that I know that is just experimenting with cocaine. You know what I mean? I'm like, you're going to get fucking pulled over, and then you're going to find out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. th- some people, they go to jail for just a turnaround, and they're like, fuck this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. so that might help, you know? And then just to kind of step back a little bit, too. Women, the ex- these women that are in recovery have the most powerful fucking stories yeah because guys have it much easier and i hate to say that but it's a fucking fact women out there in the streets have it so much worse and i mean yeah that's just scary it's fucking gnarly most women have been raped have been fucking stomped on have been i mean just tricked out all this shit just for drugs especially now i mean fentanyl has a hold on people so much to where they will do anything they will do anything. And hearing some of the women's stories, like it's even come onto the our podcast or yeah. um, the things that women have done just to, you know, if they're in the porn industry or yeah. dancers, whatever the fuck, because they're just getting taken advantage of, man. That's that that lady we, we just did, uh, Joe, uh, Jenny's sober lifestyle or whatever, when she came on and told her story and she was talking about I how she was raped and, and nothing happened. You know what I mean? And this yeah. guy's stuffing her fucking shoe down her throat and shit you know like yeah wild you know fucking wild and that mind you that was like not that long ago mm-hmm. yeah. you know what i mean to where a fucking judge was like well you're a fucking you know you're a fucking porn star yeah. oh i mean what do you expect you know what i mean yeah. it's like you fuck. wanted it yeah, yeah you, a very you, similar situation happened to me you know talk about it it was you know an, a guy that i was with in a relationship um out on the streets and uh who beat me up real bad and he went to jail for domestic violence and uh, I was living out of my car and he caught up with me out on the street after he got out of jail because I, you know, I didn't comply with DA. I was terrified of the dude. So I didn't, I didn't comply with DA. So he was released eight days later and he caught up with me on the street and um, forced me into another vehicle out of my vehicle and took me to a hotel room and and raped me violently. And I went to the police about it two days later and the police basically told me, well, it's going to be your word against his in a court of law. And you were his girlfriend. So if we pull all these people in that you know and subpoena all these people, they're going to say, that's his old lady. Like, you know, that's that's his girlfriend. I, he didn't rape her, right? She, They were together or whatever. So it's basically, I was told basically it was my, my word against his. And so I didn't press charges. So, brutal. you know. Fucking brutal. Yeah, it's Fuck. ugly. Everybody knows who you are too, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Just letting you know that. <laughs> I know who you are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I'll get his. I'll get his name after. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, first of all, we already know if you have a domestic violence charge, you're fucking locking it up. So you're a fucking piece of shit. He was a, he was a PC. He was a PC before we got together. Oh, so, we know. We yeah. know a few of those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, wristbands of all different yeah. colors. Hey. But I mean, it's you know, it's all. That's those a nice looking Rolex. Yeah, you don't. You know, I like oh. it too. You know, it's it's all those crazy things. Like you know. I, 
at 18 years old, I got into a relationship with a dude, and um, he was one of those guys that, like, he would he would get high just one time, and his fucking mind was to the moon, you know? Right. Um, at 19 years old, he, he broke my jaw. You know, he socked me in my face and broke my jaw, and, um, and I stayed with him for another two and a half years, you know, because I didn't know. Because I didn't know. Because you know? your disease took over. Because my disease I took over. My, yeah, my disease took over, and I also had a very skewed perception of what love meant, you know, because of things that happened to me in my home growing up. So, sure. um, yeah, all those things. That's, it's rough out there. That's for a the woman. Ri- that's a ripple effect. Charlie was just talking yeah. about. You know, yeah. I mean, once you're into di- once you're in your disease, especially, I would imagine being. Well, I mean, I had I had women. You know what I mean? That that were with me, and they would do whatever the fuck I wanted. You know what I mean? Like we would go to Tijuana, and like those were my fucking mules. And I'm not saying that to boast that because I've had to do a lot of work because I had so much fucking shame over that. Yeah. And all they were doing is just bringing drugs across for yeah, me. I did but I that. thought I was some big dick motherfucker, you know what I mean? Like somebody. Yep. Oh, well, uh, here, here's the reality of it. I'm no longer hooping it up my fucking ass. They're putting it up their fucking yeah. snatch. You know what I mean? Like yep. it was, it's a fucked up world. Yeah. The, things that, yep. the things that we do when we're running like that is just fucking mind-blowing, yeah. dude. Yep. Mind, and people... I mean, most people can relate with anything that we talk about, but, you know, that's something that's just not relatable. You know yeah. what I mean? Like stuffing drugs in, up to your fucking ass to go anywhere, you know, that's just not a normal thing to do. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And it was like second nature. Yep. You know what I mean? Like it was fucking no big deal. You know, I, was, yeah. I, was, I shared about it in a meeting the other night. That's what, that's what the end of my drug addiction looked like is always having dope to do, always having crimes to do to get more dope, and then always having a balloon to hoop when I'm getting busted. Right. So it's like ex- a whole separate b- bag of dope ready to go to the vault as I, as they're, you know, nonchalantly about running up on me about to shoot me or tase me, I'm hooping something slick. <laughs> and to the big homies, you're a fu- you're the hero. Yeah. Cuz yeah. if you're getting strapped up and you're coming back to the house, yeah. Yeah. hey guy, what's up dog? I'm going to hold yeah. it down. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like so like that's going on in the back of your mind too, you know what I mean? Yep. Like there's like that excitement about it. Like, well, if I get Validation, rolled up, yeah. you know what I mean? Validation, if I get rolled up, like I, I know, Bingo. I know that we're gonna be cool. You know what I mean? Yep. And I've been on, on the tail end of things where yep. I'm not bringing shit in, and it fucking sucks. Yeah, yep. you know what I mean? It's fucking miserable. But that that's that whole mindset. It's like, yep. and that's I think I think wild. that's a, another part of uh, why it's hard for people to get and stay clean is because when you're used to that lifestyle, right? Like you said, the validation of like being that that guy, right? The, the yeah. homie. When you get clean, you're now at the bottom of the totem pole and you don't have validation from anybody because you're just a newcomer coming in all grimy and fucking <laughs> you ain't got shit going on, you know? And so it's a it's a big change, you know, yes. to go from somebody to nobody. But a trip out, a trip out because, um, <laughs> man, I, I noticed relatively quickly when I got clean, when I got out of when I got out of the can and I went to the program. I was just me, man, and I was I wasn't. <laughs> I was down here. I was down here in in Canto, <laughs> instead of North County. So I didn't know anybody. I didn't know anybody. So I didn't really have to. I didn't really have to put on any false, uh, p- I- I- any different hats. I just I was just me. Mm-hmm. I didn't have anything to to maybe mask my feelings or muffle my feelings. I just I just me, and I felt clean, which is weird. Because right. it was the first time, you know, I'm not used to dealing with any situation clean. Yeah. I'm not used to happiness clean. I'm not used to sadness clean. I'm not used to anger, frustration. I'm not used to any emotion, any of the things that, any of my feelings, I'm not used to dealing with it clean. It's weird. It's weird. But uh, that's how I built my life, and that's how I got where I am today was, was 
taking myself out of North County and just starting over. I think being Thank able God, being right? able to put your ego down for a minute, you know, like when I went up to Oregon last year, it was the same thing. Being in a, I went up there sight unseen and not knowing anybody in the rooms, I was able to just go in there as just myself. You know, I didn't have to be this fucking cool whatever from the streets. I knew this person, I knew that person. I didn't have to do any of that. It was like I was just another chick that was, you know, trying to get clean, trying to get clean yeah. and fucking didn't know the area and I wanted help. And so, you know, and these were people that, you know, a lot of them are like, from the woods, like not really people I would normally kick it with, you know, yeah. but um, they all fucking showed up for me, you know, and I still have those relationships today and it's, it's pretty wild. So, you know, it's a, it's a really good, you know, statement that at least says all the time and it's so true. It's fucking wherever you are, there you are. Yeah, for sure. Or wherever you're at, wherever there you, you are. Go, there yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. Right, wherever they think you, you take, can even say. You take you with you, yeah, exactly. for sure. So it's like, <clears throat> until you, you be. Yeah, <laughs> until you change, <laughs> sorry for fucking that up, honey. <laughs> but like, we're, until you change, it doesn't matter where you go. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can go to Oregon, you go to tech, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many people that I know, like, if I just move away from you guys, because you're the fucking problem, right? you know, I'll be better over here. And then until until you're not, because you're going to be sitting with yourself, looking at yourself in the mirror and just be like, fuck yeah. this fucking yeah, dude. And all I know how to do is fucking dope. Yeah. You know, I, I went to meetings. There were a bunch of fucking lames. You know yeah. what I mean? I've done this and I've I, I love when I hear that. I've tried that before. I've worked the steps before yeah. in a program. It ain't yeah. for me. Because a, you fucking program, yeah, because you fucking had steps. to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. until you're out in the in the public. And trying to be a fucking productive member of society, like, that's what you have to do, Well, you I feel know? like there's a difference in just working the steps, like, just writing the shit down on paper and actually applying the steps to your to your everyday life. You know, there's a, a big difference. So when I'm in a program, when I was in residential and, I, you know, in crash, I had to work, you, I was required to work one, two, and three. I was literally just writing on it on piece of paper. You know, I didn't, I wasn't applying it to anything. And then coming out in the streets and, and doing it out here, I had to apply that to my everyday life, you know, go, especially going to work and working in treatment you know, that'll definitely trigger your character defects is working with addicts that are still in their active addiction, you know? So um, learning how to apply that, those principles to my everyday life is key, you know? Because like you said, if you don't change the behavior, then still the same person. I'm going to get yeah. loaded eventually. Why do you think, Tom, what, like you're, you're such, you're like one of my f closest friends with accountability to yourself, you know what I mean? Like, where do you think that you, like, got that from? <clears throat> Because yeah. you just said earlier, like you have had family and, and you know that's gone through addiction and, and stuff like that. Because stuff like what you know and you have instilled in yourself, like that just doesn't come naturally to some people. I think I've been blessed enough to have a lot of you know older homies in my life, or big homies, or father figures, or whatever you want to call them, that have always told me right from wrong. Mm -hmm. People that have I've always been around people that have been through some shit that have been able to tell me don't do this or here's what i went through and then i was able to learn from it i got a lot of older homies that are oh man fuck dude jail sucks fuck it dude that's all you got to tell me you know what right. i mean I, it's like all right cool you know or like this is you know this situation and i did this and here's the outcome okay well then i can just sit back and make the decision do i want to go down that road and have that outcome or do i want to fucking be be where I'm at you know I always I was telling Charlie earlier you can you can respect someone but I don't necessarily take advice from people that I don't want to be like right you know what I mean right. so <clears throat> that's just something that I've always kind of and then honestly just just luck and 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 you know 
I've, I've always been kind of a pussy. I don't fucking, I'm paranoid when I smoke weed. I don't like it. And I fucking never, ever wanted Such to do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Such so blessing, I ain't going to fucking, it's like, yeah. dude. Yeah, it definitely was a blessing. Yeah. You know, I don't even, I mean, it's like, you know, I drink a little it, bit here and there. Here's an example of a different type of person. I didn't like smoking weed either, but I did it anyways. Yeah, yeah. Because See, I, I was, was like, I was hooked on the fucking, on the fucking, uh, um, the ritual of it. Yeah, I liked the, I liked the ritual of it, and then the ritual for doing meth was the same. But I love meth. I'm also a control freak. I'm a fucking control freak. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, I always want to be in control. We're going somewhere. I want to drive. You know right. what I mean? We're riding somewhere. I wanted to lead the pack because I want to leave when I want to leave, or I want to go somewhere alone because I want to be able to make my own schedule. Mm-hmm. I asked my boy Bo when we went to Sturgis. That motherfucker's still mad. I left his ass. <laughs> and I said, "Hey, I'm leaving at 7 a.m. He motherfucker want to party We've till five in the morning. Too. I you know it, what Bo. I mean? And I he wants yeah, to fuck. Yeah, yeah, hey, it's, it's seven in the morning, and I'm pulling out. Yeah. Hey, I'll be in yeah, Montana, motherfucker. Yeah, He's in his boxers, yeah. mad yeah. than a motherfucker. I'm yeah. like. He pulled up to Montana, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? But he just he, they just left a little later than yeah. me, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, we know, Tom. We, we enjoyed yeah. visiting with you for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Solid fucking solid yeah. Making memories, bro. I, I, was, memories. I always love it. We got hey, a picture? Talk, he was yeah. there. We got a picture? We're going to go, go here, you know what I mean? And this is where we're going to stop, and then we're going to go to this destination. He's like, well, I don't know. I might pull up. I don't know. I don't know. I might pull up. I might not. I mean, maybe I'll catch you on the road. I mean, eventually we'll see you. I just, I don't know. I don't know how long I'll be there. (laughs) You guys tell me where you're sleeping. Yeah, yeah. And I'll fucking, I I made it for dinner. Listen, we we fucking, we left. You guys were leaving for Yosemite. I pulled up. We rode. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Listen, (laughs) my bike is so fucking comfortable at like 94 miles an hour. It's the issue that I have. You know what I mean? So right when we got to the grapevine... And then I'm riding with fucking Shane and Joey, not to incriminate anyone. Yeah. But they can ride. Joey's one of the fastest motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like, he's dude. fast. So, and then he's on a bike that's not even his, that he's, that is fast as fuck. So he's like, oh, yeah, let's blow this thing up. You yeah. know, fuck it. You <laughs> yeah, know, so, so we're Free fucking, bike, sure. dude, I'm looking down. And, and then on that trip, I actually learned that my speedo is wrong because I was showing 96, 98, 100, 103. And Shane's like, Dude, my fucking limiter. I'm hitting right. my limiter oh, at 120. Right. And I'm when you're like, going down what the hill, the huh? Fuck. I'm all what? I'm all dude, because I don't have a limiter on my bike. And so we were just fucking cruising all the way through Bakersfield and Fresno and fucking, yeah. you know what I mean? We were just having a fucking sweet old, oh, so grand old time, you know? Yeah. So and good. we made it to Yosemite. Or, you know, just only outside. one LFG crew, zero. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah sh- shout out to my real sponsors. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fucking. <laughs> Oh, fucking, fucking Joey. Yeah, my real sponsor is DFC and yeah. uh, Senders Only. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, fucking. Bo- uh, Body by Clea and uh, yeah. fucking <laughs> Wheelies by Joey. Fucking. With this, I've, I knew it was coming, but fucking Joey's in the, we're in the fucking supermarket that day, that night, getting in all the food, you know? And he's like, he's like, yeah, man. He's like, Senders Only one, LFG zero. I'm like, where oh, the fuck yeah, were you guys this at? Motherfucker, yeah. man. <laughs> Hey, Ian kept up though. Yeah, Ian. Ian kept up. Hey, Ian, Ian could ride. Then, Ian then he felt like a month. Yeah, he felt bad for me. He fucking waited <laughs> up. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna tell you right now though, this fucking bike. I'm, I can't wait to fucking go on a ride, bro. Like just yesterday or uh, two days ago, when me and fucking Rafa went up to Orange County, dude, that thing just 
same thing that you're just saying. Like we're going Nine fucking mile an hour smooth, huh? Oh, dude, perfect. And going down a hill where I was I was pushing the limits, dude. That fucking thing does not even wobble anymore. Oh, bro. That's legit. I'm just uh, like it's like a whole different fucking bike. So welcome I'm, to Tom's world. I know I can't wait, bro. And it's that's just that's the thing, mean. man. Having having your bike dialed, there's nothing like it. I ride with so many different people that have issues with speed wobbles or this and that, and I've been blessed enough. I put so much money into fucking suspension, though. Not not only putting the money into the suspension, but putting the money into the suspension and having it dialed to you. Luckily, I've had oh. so many of the homies dial my suspension to my big ass. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, dude, I've had guys get on my bike like, dude, what? Your bike sits so high. Let me fucking, you know, if it's somebody I trust, dude, ride it up and down the block. They get 60 miles an hour, and I've seen that fucking thing almost get sideways from speed wobbles. Really? Because it's someone that's 40 pounds lighter than mm. me. So, But then I get on it, and I can do 110 Plan. fucking Plan. just one-handed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's Smooth. having your suspension also dialed to you makes the world of a difference. Yep. You know what I mean? So go... Spend all the money on the suspension, but get it done right. Yep. You know what I mean? Have your have your shit adjusted to you. And then also be able to know how to adjust it when you have your chick on the back, too. You know what right. I mean? Because that's a total different deal, yeah. you know? So Yeah, I, I, ride most of my, I ride most of my life with the general setting on my rear s- mm-hmm. suspension, but I did upgrade the, the Legends to the heavy-duty spring. Yeah. So yeah. now, you know, I always feel like I'm somebody when we go up through the windmills. Yep. And we're dropping down into yeah, the desert right yeah, there. Yeah, I always yeah. feel like somebody until the red and white bike just goes, whoa! <laughs> yeah. Well, something that I Not didn't even... Not only is he gone, but he's out of my life. I'm like, Tom, Tom, <laughs> See ya. Are well, you dude, there? I did the fucking... I, did, I have the Legends, the 130s or whatever. Fucking talk to Joey and Foley. They'll get you dialed. But the 130s, and then you take... you. So you buy those, and then you... They send them right when they get them. They send them back out and get them resprung. Yeah. So you have the bagger springs on the DynaShock. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Yeah. yeah. But what the fuck ever. They took my yeah, money yeah. and it's dialed. So yeah. it's like you know bucks. what I mean? Yeah. Whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. But so I have the heavy that's duty I, springs on, and that shit right there made the world of a difference. I can smash that fast down the hill with my girl on the back, no questions asked. Right. You know what I mean? And so that's just that just makes the makes the difference. So. Well, I think that's a good time to wrap it up here, guys. You know what I mean? What the Look fuck? Bitch and chill. I'm glad you guys are back at <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, that's fucking super fun. Let's fucking uh, kick this motherfucker off right, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Let me see. What do we got? And this is pretty cool, man. So we always like to do like certain episodes. You know what I mean? Like the number. So like this is episode number 80, right? So that's pretty cool. We've done 80 episodes, you know, and now this is the first time fucking Notorious T's on the fucking podcast. Yeah, Notorious T. We got Allegedly. fucking. Charlie fucking big dog back on it. <clears throat> Allie. Organ Alley. Oh, no. I'm not vouching for that. It just fucking rhymed with a real quick, dog. Pitchfork and an axe, hey, I'm try- dude. Hey, I'm trying to fucking <laughs> get her to stab me. Not Charlie. Charlie's going to get got tonight, <laughs> dog. A, I'm a, telling you right fucking, now. In a Dixon flannel and a buck teeth. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want my boy Charlie getting got. I'm pretty sure, Allie. I mean, that whole story with the girls in the fucking car. But the oh, he's going to get it. Got him. I mean, shit, you know. Just because he wants to drink listen, some murky bath water. I know. You know, when you're fucking, listen. I don't trip. I you know You knew what you signed anywhere. up for when you got with a handsome motherfucker yeah. like Charlie. So I, I'm not know. worried about it. I know he's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you ain't lying there. Fucking loves you. That's this right. is for Charlie. Trooper. Thanks for tuning in, guys. LFG 1904, baby. You know the fucking deal. What the fuck is this?